what is going on? And welcome back to the Catalyst of Development podcast, where our purpose is to help you find yours. And our vision, well, our vision is to communicate your potential so clearly that you're inspired to see it in yourself and begin walking in your purpose. I'm excited for today. Uh, this is part two of our four-part self series, right? And in this one, what we're going to dive into is we're going to dive into a little bit of self-love. Now, this was a tricky one for me. I'm, I'm really kind of excited how everything turned out. Um, but before we jump into self-love, let's do a quick little recap on part one, self-awareness. So with self-awareness, one of the first things we did was we defined what self-awareness actually was. We talked about the difference between internal and external self-awareness. We talked about the shallow end and the deep end of the pool as far as focusing too much on strengths and then weaknesses. We discussed why we needed self-awareness. You know, uh, purpose, passion, quality of life, relationships, job interviews, opportunities. We then talked about how do we increase our self-awareness. You know, we touched on the assessments and the books, and I hope you guys loved, loved, loved the links that I put out there. I hope you had an opportunity to do some of the assessments and gain some feedback. Uh, other ways that we talked about increasing our self-awareness is between mentors and reflections and feedback. We then quickly touched on what to watch out for in regards to self-awareness, you know, blind spots, uh, falling into that American Idol syndrome that we discussed last week. And then finally, we touched on the homework, everybody's favorite, the homework, right? And you had a few things to do. I wanted you to take a look at some of the assessments. I wanted you to start gaining additional information to build your self-awareness. You know, you were supposed to focus on internal and external and not to be afraid to dive into the deep end and focus on those, those areas of improvement, those weaknesses, uh, you were supposed to jot all these down. And to be honest with you, some of it may have upset you. Some of it may have been the, the cold, hard truth. Some of it you may have had to been real with yourself, had some real talk in the mirror, right? You may have been hurt. You may have been upset. That is exactly why we followed up self-assessment with self-love. There's a reason I have these ordered the way I do. And if you kind of took a couple gut shots as you were developing and raising your self-awareness, self-love is going to pay dividends. Self-love will not only help you recover, but give you kind of a purpose going forward. In this episode, we're going to discuss what self-love actually is. I want to define what I believe self-love is. Then we're going to break down that definition. We're going to explain why it's so important for us, you know, why it's so important for your growth and your development. And then, as always, we're going to discuss ways to improve your self-love. I'm going to give you the top 10 ways that I believe you can improve your self-love. And as always, yes, you will have some homework. So stay tuned. Make sure you get that, that homework down because that's honestly where the development starts. So before we even jump in. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I almost didn't title this self-love. Right? I fought with it like it was an internal struggle. 
you know, I was thinking uh, maybe I just call it self-esteem or maybe I just call it self-worth, you know, but I was very hesitant to call it self-love because I didn't want people to say, that's too mushy gushy. What's this love stuff? Like, I'm not paying attention to that. I promise you this. If you are listening and you stop listening or stop watching, it will be a huge, huge, huge mistake because the love that you're thinking of, honestly, is probably not the way I'm going to define what I view as self-love. The self-love I'm talking about is not an emotion. It's an action. Big, big, big difference. The self-love we are going to discuss today is an action. So let's define what I mean when I say self-love. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. The best de definition of love I have ever heard comes from 1 Corinthians. Now, many of you probably have heard this before, so this is going to be a quick little touch-up. But let's, let's seriously, let's dive in. So 1 Corinthians, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. And it is not proud. Love is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. And it keeps no records of wrongs. It does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, let's take a quick look at that definition again. Let's take a quick look at some of the things that are identified in that definition. Patient, kind, envy, boast, proud, rude, self-seeking, angered, no records of wrongs, evil, truth, protect, trust, hope, persevere, never fails. You see, these are actions. They are not emotions. These are actions, and that is exactly what I'm talking about when I say self-love. It's a verb. It's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It is an action. So now that we have it clearly defined, let's break down this definition a little bit further in regards to what I mean when I say self-love. Now, this is where your homework's going to come into play. Again, if you really dug into the self-assessments, if you really were honest with yourself, right, brutally honest, some of the information you received back was probably hard. Some of the information you received back may have hurt or it may have opened your eyes or it honestly may have validated what you already knew. Some of the, the feedback that you received from others that you asked for may have been very candid in nature, but I promise you, you needed it, right? That is the way you improve. So as we explain some of these actions that the definition of love holds, I want you to place self in front of every one of them, right? So first, let's take a look at what love or self-love does not do. It does not envy, it does not boast, and it is not proud, right? Don't be jealous of others where, where they're at in their journey. Don't let your ego get in the way of your growth. A lot of the times, ego is one of the, the biggest factors that keep us from reaching our fullest potential. You can't have that, right? You can't be jealous of where others are at. You've got to be honest with yourself. 
take stake into where you are in the process and then move forward. Also, love is not rude. It is not self-seeking and it is not easily angered. So don't beat yourself up too much, right? Understand that we are all on different paths to this journey. We are all on different markers on this journey, right? I may be a little bit further ahead than some of you and I may be well behind from some others, right? Don't beat yourself up. Don't be selfish, right? This cannot be all about you. One of the things that I tell you at the end of every lesson is be a catalyst, not just for yourself, but for others. One of the the truest forms of happiness is growth. And after we grow, we give, right? If you have a a sense of self-love and you want to develop that more, then you have got to learn to accept giving to others. That is such a great feeling, such a great feeling. Um, And lastly, like easily angered, like don't be mad at your current situation. It is what it is. There's nothing you can do about the past, right? Accept it. Be happy that you found out that this is where you're at. Some other things that self-love doesn't do, it keeps no records of wrong and it's not evil. You need to forgive yourself and others. You have to. That, that is the way we start moving forward. If, if you truly want to embrace self-love, right, and you truly want to start becoming more happy, you have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive your others. I don't keep no records of wrong. Right? What's done is done. I forgive a lot of other people, not for them, but for me, right? The old cliche says hating somebody or being mad at somebody is like drinking poison and hoping they die. There's no reason. Right. And it's not evil. Having an evil, evil spirit or or an evil character, you know, it gets you nowhere. Right. That that's not how we grow and establish self-love. So let's flip that. Let's look on the other side of the coin. Now let's take a look at what love or self-love actually does. Self-love is patient and it is kind. Understand that you are imperfectly perfect. You are perfect just the way you are. Now, this doesn't mean that I don't want you to grow or I don't want you to develop, but you are exactly where you need to be at this point in your life. Some of you may be further along than what you expected or wanted, and some of you may be further behind, but you are exactly where you need to be. You need to be patient and kind with yourself in realizing this. Be patient with your growth. Understand that it's going to take time. Don't beat yourself up. Be kind to yourself. Celebrate those little tiny achievements, those little tiny milestones. What else is self-love? Well, self-love rejoices in the truth. The fact that you've gone through these assessments, the fact that you are becoming more self-aware, both in strengths and in weaknesses, that is the truth. That is the truth of who you currently are. Be happy about that. Because a lot of people go through life with their blinders on. And we talked about it a little bit last episode. You know, the whole thing, what you don't know won't hurt you. No, it absolutely will. What you don't know will hurt you if you don't take the appropriate steps to fix it, to correct it, to improve it, to resolve it. Understand that the truth that you just gained from doing the self-assessments and asking for feedback and asking for feedback from job interviews, these are all things, even if they hurt, that will help you become a better you. And lastly, what self-love does, it protects, it trusts, it hopes, and it perseveres. Understand that 
it's hard to put your trust in others. We've all been brokenhearted. We've all been let down. We've all been disappointed. But I'm going to tell you what, trust yourself. Trust yourself that you are going to put forth the effort to improve in some of these areas that may have hurt you. Know that you will improve. You know, champion yourself. Understand that it's going to take time, but know that if anybody can do it, you can. And then be resilient. As we are going through this this self-love journey and this self-awareness journey to where we are trying to become the best versions of themselves, life is still going to throw right hooks at you. You either got to duck them or block them or lean on your accountability partners or your mentors or your coaches or your friends or your family, but you've got to be resilient in this. This is going to be hard enough as is. Be resilient in this. And lastly, and more importantly, love or self-love never fails. It never fails. This is where that, that belief in yourself, this is where that rejoicing in the truth, this is where that patient and kindness comes from. Do not give up on your pursuit to become the best version of yourself. Understand your self-worth. Understand that you know self-love is, is not a uh, luxury, it's a priority. Your self-care is not a luxury, it's a priority. You know, it's funny, I saw a, a, a meme one time of a phone that was almost dead, right? And it needed to be charged. And it said, you'd never allow your phone to reach this level. Why do we do it to ourselves? That's what self-love is, right? Plug that in, recharge your batteries. Understand that you will not fail in reaching the best version of you. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself half as much as I believe in you, and you're going to be all right. So now that we have a better understanding of what the definition is, and we even broke down the definition on what self-love does and does not do, let's take a look at how do we increase our self-love. And what I did is I, I jotted down a real quick top 10 list on ways that I believe that you could immediately start increasing your own self-love which in turn helps you with your self-awareness and improving in those, those areas of improvement or weaknesses as some people like to call them. Now, as always, when I roll through my top 10, we're gonna go in reverse order. So here we go. Number 10, positive affirmations. I used to think this was cheesy. I used to be like, Come on, nobody's gonna listen to that stuff. Nobody's gonna say that stuff. I'm gonna tell you, I am a believer now. It's funny, in my older age, how wrong I was in so many aspects, and this is one of them. I listen to self-affirmations every single morning when I'm driving to the gym. I just really quick Google search. Uh, it's usually a YouTube video. I'll play it through the car, and I will just embrace and believe and repeat the self-affirmations that I'm hearing. Always remember, your I am or your I can will always be more powerful than your IQ. Number nine, understand and accept the fact that you are not chasing perfection. If you are constantly chasing perfection, you are always going to be disappointed. It's not about perfection, it's about progress. And I don't care if the progress is a step, 10 feet, a mile, or halfway around the world. Progress is progress. So remember, it's not about perfection, it's about progress. Number eight, learn to accept compliments. 
we have the hardest time accepting compliments from people. It's, we'll, we'll always make an excuse. And I'm, I'm very, very, very guilty of doing this. To one point, one of my senior leaders kind of pulled me aside. And, you know, he used to say, you know, you've done a great job at this schoolhouse. You've done a great job here. And I always used to say, well, you know, I got lucky with the, the team that I was. And he stopped me dead in my tracks. And he was like, Jason, learn how to take a compliment. I get it that you have a great team and I get it that, you know, you were kind of set up for success, but you still had to do your part, right? And he was so right. We will defeat ourselves before we even begin. Learn how to take a compliment. Not everything is luck. Maybe your preparation, maybe your attitude, maybe you're taking advantage of opportunities is what actually made that luck possible. Learn how to take a compliment. Number seven, Edify other people. Speak trust and compliments and faith into other people. Edify them. Lift them up. Lift their spirits. Encourage them. And watch that they will start doing the same in return. Number six, a gratitude journal. Now, this is a little different than the gratitude journals that we're used to, right? I've told you before that I've wanted you to do a gratitude journal on life, certain things in life that you're grateful for. Well, this type of gratitude journal, this time, it's about you. I want you to write down the things that you are grateful for about yourself. This is going to be hard, right? It's very hard for us to pat ourselves on the back. So you may only be able to get one or two at a time, but I highly recommend you sit down every night and at least write one thing about yourself that you're grateful for. Over time, they'll be easier to identify. Number five, reduce the negative self-talk. Man, I promise you we are our own worst critics. We will beat ourselves up till it's no end, right? We'll never be good enough. I may have been successful in this, but it's because I had help from X, Y, or Z. It, it doesn't matter, right? That negative self-talk that has been ingrained in us by society over the years gets louder and louder and louder. We have got to cut the negative self-talk out. Uh, a little exercise I like to do and I like to have people do is when you hear yourself, whether or not it's thinking or spoken, come out with anything negative, delete it. Like physically say, delete and swipe it away. Right? I know it sounds silly, but I promise you it works. Or if you don't want to delete it, turn the volume down on it. Imagine yourself turning the volume down on that self-talk. It, it, I know it seems silly, but I promise you, I promise you it works. Give it a try. Number four, meet yourself. Meet yourself. And what I mean by that is if we are our own worst critics, then we obviously view ourselves differently than all those around us view us. And I think you'd be surprised that if you met the you that other people see, you'd be pretty proud of yourself. You know, other people probably see you as disciplined, punctual, reliable, on time, dependable, caring, emotional, kind. If you saw yourself the way other people saw you, I guarantee you, you'd be proud. So what I need you to do is meet yourself. See yourself through the eyes of others. Number three, stop comparing yourself to others. We do this all the time, this keeping up with the Joneses and all that. Stop. 
just stop. I said it about five minutes ago, right? We're all on different markers in this journey. You're ahead of some people and behind others. Stop comparing yourself. Comparison is the quickest road to unhappiness. You're comparing yourself to these people on social media and all that. Dude, you're comparing their highlight reel to your everyday life. Stop. Stop comparing someone's chapter 20 to your chapter two. Focus on you and where you're at in the journey. Number two, how to increase self-love. Own it. Take responsibility for your life. Stop being a victim. Stop blaming this person or that person or this situation or, or this, this. No, stop. Own it. Take responsibility. Take responsibility for your strengths and your areas of improvement. Because when you take responsibility, you are taking your power back. And what it does is it allows you to lean into your strengths to help mitigate those areas of weakness. Do not give your power away. You are writing your story. Stop letting other people hold the pen. Own it. And lastly, number one on how to increase your self-love, develop a game plan to improve those weaknesses that you discovered during the self-assessment. Look, everybody knows I love goal setting. And if you want to go back and watch, I had a huge four-part series on goal setting and setting yourself up for success. You want to improve your self-love? You want to improve your self-awareness? Start developing a game plan to improve those those weaknesses or those areas of improvement. Rely on your strengths to help improve some of those or minimize some of those. That's how you do it. And that is my top 10 on how to increase your self-love. So now, the moment you've all been waiting for, the homework. Okay, maybe you're not as excited about it as I am, but really easy, right? It's just two-part. Two-part homework, super easy. I want you to, number one, keep doing the self-assessments, right? Keep going out there. If you didn't get a chance to get them all, go ahead and out there and finish them. Google search. Find all the free self-assessments you can find because you need all that information. Continue to keep researching. Continue to keep asking and requesting feedback from the people that you trust and depend on. The more information, strengths, and weaknesses that you have, the more self-aware you will be. Part two of the homework. I want you to go back to that top 10 list and I want you to pick three things, at least three things that you're going to work on. I want you to write all this information down. I want you to write down all the feedback that you're still getting, all the things you're still learning. And I want you to write down the at least three things that you are going to do from the top 10 list of improving your self-love. You're going to need this. As always, these things roll into the next week, right? You are going to need this for part three of our self-series where we dive into self-discipline. Self-discipline will allow you to improve your self-love. Self-discipline will allow you to improve and develop your self-awareness. So, as always, thank you so much for spending time with me. Thank you so much for allowing me to invest in your development. Until next time, keep searching for that code to unlocking your truest potential. Be a catalyst not only for yourself, but for all those around you.
Take care.